0: back ladies and gentlemen it's the unrequested the unrequested podcast with sports opinions no one asked for with myself tino my buddy robbie joining me here today this lovely evening or fine day i guess it really depends on the listeners perspective hmm. interesting
1: robbie did snow today
0: it did it did snow today here in denver um sporadically randomly was laughing like ha 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 it's barely snowing it's not even sticking to the ground and then 20 minutes later, big ol' F you, like, you're wrong. And it was actually snow here in Denver. Great times here in the Colorado State. But thanks for jumping back in and joining us. We're back. We got more sports to talk about. We got NFL to talk about. We got college to talk about. We got We got a whole slew of surprises from this past weekend. All sorts of craziness just happening in general. Just mass chaos. I don't don't know what happened this weekend. I don't know if it was like a full moon or what the
1: hell was going on, but shit. Twenty twenty never ended.
0: Yeah, twenty twenty has continued. It found its new home in October of twenty (laughs) twenty one. I yeah. I uh, uh ah. All right. We'll start. We'll start off with probably the most headline sports thing that's come up as of late yeah um and not good news uh so if you don't know now you know john gruden is out of the las vegas raiders franchise he was i don't know if it's official (laughs) what what which which term is official yet if he was fired or if he resigned yes seemed to go both ways depending on who you ask. Obviously, I think if you ask the Raiders, he was let go. And then if you ask John Gruden or per his statement, he resigned to avoid a further distraction.
1: Whoever thought he was a raging bigot.
0: You know, football, right? Like, whitehead coach in football? Like, who would have thought? But if you don't know, a whole laundry list of emails came out and it started off with one comment from, what, 2011, 2010, somewhere oh, in there? The, well, the first I one? Think, DeMora yeah. Smith?
1: <sighs> yeah, I was during the lockout.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so that email came out where some unfavorable racist language was used towards um, the NFLPA. Was he the president at the time? Yes. Whatever it was. And uh, it's like, you know, so he came out and apologized. That That was prior to this last week's games, right? But then, I think it was the the Times, New York Times, yeah, New York Times, that that, uh, that had all the emails, and those got out real fast. And it is not pretty. It's not a good look. You want to talk about attacking like every <laughs> every group, just making enemies all the way down. And the range of emails is everything from homophobic, racist misogynistic, sexist, just everything in general came out. It was an email form. If you don't know people don't put in an email, which you wouldn't want to read in a deposition somewhere. Or in this case, the New York times, this is absolutely insane. I can believe it. Like it, believing it was not the hard part. John Gruden has not denied it, nor
1: can he, but just wow. Hey, he could have said his emails were hacked. <laughs> he could I have. mean, that's the in vogue mm-hmm. thing. No one would
0: have believed him.
1: <laughs> no. Oh, no, no one ever <laughs> yeah. believes it.
0: No, no one. Yeah. It's, it's shocking that there was this much of it, right? Like the one email I get, one email can be a mistake, right? One email you can look at and you can, and he can say, you know what? it wasn't the best decision I have changed since then. Um, that is not who I am now, but now we're looking at seven years, most recently as, as of 2018, three years (laughs) ago. Yeah. So this is no longer just a mistake, a a passing thing. This was over seven
1: years. Yeah.
0: Seven years. So between his time with ESPN all the way up to when he was with the Raiders, um, Comments about Michael Sam, uh, who Jeff Fisher had come out and refuted that. Um, This just sounds like, you know, your old racist drunk uncle at some family gathering just unloading. Like, that's what the emails seem to signify. But I do agree with the NFL's decision. I'm I'm interested in your perspective um, in that that something had to happen. It seemed a little slow to happen because I don't know how long. The NFL had these emails if they had them prior to the Times publishing them. Um, the Raiders seem to be pretty swift in action from all accounts, so props props to them. Um, but what are your thoughts, Robbie? Did the NFL make the right
1: move here? Yeah, I mean, obviously. But uh, I want to say the Raiders moved terribly swiftly because they had those emails last Friday. And they still let him go out and coach.
0: Yeah, but this is that's been something they've always done, like most NFL franchises, right?
1: Yeah, but you got to know that's coming out, and I don't know. It just you you think they would have been more were quicker to act than they were.
0: Yeah, it's it's been the it's been a constant debate, right. With, uh, with the NFL and specifically with these kind of PR issues, right. When, when something happens with a player that does something domestic violence uh, related or child abuse or whatever the case may be, it's hard because they're so good at PR in so many other ways in so many other aspects of their business, except when it comes to this at times where it's just not quite as swift, you know, but even, even recognizing the fact that they didn't like the kneeling that was happening when that first started, like it took them a few years to really kind of come around to that uh, until everyone's like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't just be a dick about it and just, you know, just let them do their things. Yeah. Like, do you understand why and what's going on? You know, you can't. Yeah. Either way. But this is just, one more incident in the long line of incidences that have happened with the NFL that I do wish it would have been a little more swift, a little more definitive. I understand them wanting to let the Raiders kind of be the ones to make the decision. Um, cause it is their franchise, but at the same time, it's a franchise that's part of a larger league. You know, that NFL shield is what they're looking after. And I'd love to see, and hopefully, the NFL will learn from this to take swifter action when it comes to these items and make it a point, make it something abrupt, you know.
1: Well, they've also been sitting on these emails for a while because these emails came from when they had that investigation into Daniel Snyder, the mm-hmm. workplace conduct. Yep. And so that's where all these emails come from. And so they've had it for a while. Yeah. And then somebody from the NFL leaked it. Roger Goodell
0: (laughs) whoever leaked it, thank you for leaking it because this these kinds of things you don't want to wait right like just the fact that it's from 2018 you know and he's been allowed to coach for a few years he got a huge deal you know from the Raiders 10 years Um, 100 million you know I I don't feel bad for John Gruden at all I'm I don't I don't don't understand anyone that feels does um Once is a mistake, right? Again, one time, maybe two times within the course of a short span of time. I get it. You know, we've all said some stupid shit, uh, ourselves included. Um, But to have it as a repeated behavior for seven years via emails. um, Yeah, head's got to roll. And I'm looking at the NFL hoping... Redskins somewhere in Redskins land, or former Redskins, Washington football team land. Uh hopefully some heads start rolling in that direction as well, considering what he was also receiving um from them. So
1: Yeah, it's just a wild story. Like, it is.
0: Absolutely nuts. It, it's
1: Absolutely it's crazy. Nuts. Like he, you know, he says all these things and his most of his players are minority. And then he has the first openly Open. gay uh football player. I mean not the That's first right. one, but
0: first one to come out while while on a football team, like, you know, not right. Not drafted. Before,
1: not pre draft, yeah. Yeah.
0: So you know, that 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 took a big hit. Uh he took a day off Carl Nassib from uh Yeah. From the Raiders. And totally get it. I mean, you know Standards are set and, and him losing his job is absolutely necessary because that's what we expect from someone who's going to be a leader of men, right? Uh, Head coach is just not, it's not a manager. It's not a supervisor position. It is something more. It is something held to a higher standard. I'd like to see this trickle down more into the NFL because it's a privilege to play. It's a privilege to be a part of that league. It's a privilege to make that amount of money. Um, So yeah, I have no problem with people being held to a higher standard in that regard. Um, You know, I'd be fine if Kareem hunt never played it down again. I'd be fine if Tyree kill never played it down again. Um, And I get it. You know, people make mistakes, but playing at that level again is a privilege. Making that amount of money again is a privilege. Set an example accordingly. If you cannot set the appropriate example, then yeah, you should be gone. So, that's where I stand and that's where I'm leaving it. Ain't gonna change on that one.
1: <laughs> I don't Ugh. think many people would blame you. I you'd be surprised, right? No, I wouldn't because there's a lot of idiots <laughs> out there and I've, I've seen all the chatter lot. I've yeah. seen a lot of people like, oh this is cancel culture. This is you know, something he wrote in a personal emails like and shit comes out, you know? hmm Just then, don't be dumb. I mean, yeah. I, it's not hard. This this yeah. isn't rocket yeah. surgery. Just don't be dumb. <laughs>
0: we get after people on Twitter all the time. Remember that tweet you sent out eight years ago? Like, you know, Oh, yeah. we got the receipts for it. Like you didn't delete it fast enough. This is worse. No one was deleting anything. These were just emails that were out there. Like, so ah, over it. If you don't agree with me, don't care. Go somewhere else. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to something a little bit more exciting, which was the Monday night thriller that we had this past week. Insanity. If you didn't catch it, people watch some Monday night football. Dear Lord, it was crazy. I mean, to
1: be fair, it was the Colts. It was they the Colts. Been, they haven't been playing very well. <laughs>
0: But at the, the same, same time, they started this game off on the right foot. They started hot. They were moving the ball a little Like, their defense was really holding up, and that's what was surprising. It's 10-3 to 3 at halftime. So, for those that missed it, Colts went into Baltimore and came out looking like the better team. I don't know how else to phrase it. They just looked like the better team in the first half.
1: They were the better team for three and a half quarters.
0: Yes. And so Colts hold the lead, right? Going into the going into the fourth quarter, what was the, what was the score at that point? Uh, 22, 25. Was it 25 to what? I forget. Either way, they had the game in hand. They had control of every aspect of the game. Their defense was playing well. Their offense was moving the ball, especially in the second half there, um, fairly consistently. And then all the potential of lamar jackson decided to just bubble up to the surface and we got the lamar jackson that we have been waiting to see As first he game just, over
1: 400 yards
0: first game over 400 yards i mean he was just 37 of 43 442 yards four touchdowns um they scored 16 points in the fourth quarter uh, and then the sport of touchdown and overtime on the first drive to win it. This is the Lamar Jackson that we've all kind of been speculating. Is he this? Is he that? He finally showed up in in full aspect. We were texting during the game and talking about it, like, you know, because he was he was dismissing opportunities to run. Like, where he would have normally taken off, you can see the the effort, for him to stay planted and look for the pass downfield. And I thought it was going to be their undoing. And then 442 yards later, I am eating my words merely an hour or two after I had texted them to you. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, he was, I mean, that was probably the most impressive game I've seen him play. Yeah. I mean, he looked like a, he looked like an actual quarterback.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, And I'm not taking away from the fact that Lamar is dynamic, but, you know, our joke's always been RB1, right? Right. Roll him out there. There goes RB1. He's going to toss a few passes. He's going to run for more. Um, And prove me wrong. I I think you proved
1: a lot of people wrong.
0: I mean, it's still one game, but at the same time, I was awfully impressed.
1: And especially the way they were shut down in the first half. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, even in the third quarter, they had scored nine points by the third. Like, just, they weren't exactly humming there. And then he just exploded. So, I really hope this is a turning of the page uh, for Lamar Jackson because this would be an exciting Lamar Jackson. Because then,
1: the, yeah, the AFC is going to be, you have Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Jackson. Yeah. For the next 10, 12 years at least. Yeah. More.
0: If this is what we're going to get now starting, you know, obviously not 442 yards worth every week, but this level of passing as far as proficiency, efficiency, you know, and coupled back with some of that running capability. This is this is the threat that people are worried about because now now I don't know what you do. (laughs) I don't know. Get this man a receiver as well. Bateman, get healthy. Let's see what see what happens when we put you out there. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Jesus. I mean, they have Watkins who tore, I mean, pulled his hamstring for the I don't know, millionth time. Ah yeah,
0: Watkins is Watkins is not. He's not going to be ever the number 1 mark <laughs> Andrews showed up.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: 11 receptions, 147 yards, two touchdowns. Um they, I guess they they stumbled over one of his paychecks and figured out. Well, shit, maybe we should involve him <laughs> in the offense. <laughs> we We're just paying him this much. Yeah, who who approved this? And then they, <laughs> well, did we put him in the game plan? Yeah, we can put him in the game plan. Oh, that's what that looks like. There we go.
1: I mean, just helped Lord. it, Marquise Brown, has started catching ball, balls now.
0: Yeah, yeah, he didn't drop. You know, he didn't drop anything really. He had nine receptions, 125 yards. Like, teams coming together. This is a scary... Can you imagine if they would have been able to hold on to at least one of those running backs that oh got injured? Oh my god, yeah. This team... And this team right now is scary. So, their defense needs to figure it out. They got off to a slow start against the Colts. Um, Carson
1: Wentz torched them.
0: Good lord. He I mean, had 402 yards, two touchdowns. This, he yeah, looked, and this he is, looked good, too. He did. He looked like he's starting to come into it. Figured there was going to be a little bit of a learning curve with uh, uh, with Wentz going back in this offense since they were injured, since they were having to kind of figure it out on the fly. Um, and they produced. They delivered. So, wow. But to the Colts... uh to the Colts credit this is where you want to peak Colts have the second easiest schedule the rest of the way so well, i mean that's taking, time to get going yeah now is the time to get going i think even with this being a loss and a heartbreaking loss at that they they got to find a way to come through this and just start performing and if you're the if you're anyone playing the ravens um be scared yeah
1: Luckily, yeah, for the, scared. luckily for the Colts they play in a not great division, so Yeah so even at one of, even, yeah, even at one and four that you can still
0: It's part of that uh you know that little uh easiest schedule remaining thing. Yeah. Considering who you have to face a couple times. You're on the right end of that one. So Whew. man, go watch Monday Night Football, people. It's been good. It's been a good year. Surprisingly. Um, Surprisingly, yes. I last was couple of years, is... yeah, it's been hit or miss some some of these years, you know.
1: Yeah, this one's been good though.
0: It's been good so far. Um, speaking of good games, if if you didn't catch it, it was it was the game that I was glued to that I wanted to see more of. Uh, was the Bengals versus the Packers? Packers at the Bengals. What a wild ride <laughs> of a game that was. Did you watch some of this game? Like, it I was-
1: actually. So I was at the, out at a bar with some friends, and uh, they had the Packers-Bengals on one TV, and then the Vikings. Lions, yeah, lions on the other one, <laughs> and they and they ended at the same time. So like oh God, at the yeah. end of regulation was at the same time. It like the last two minutes of both those games, like almost mirrored each other. It was yeah. It my insane. eyes hurt.
0: like you couldn't split your eyeballs into enough into enough to to like watch all what was going on. It was absolute mayhem. Um, Bengals came out looking like a really good football team, and I will say I thought they were a year away. Uh, they're not a year away. They're they're putting it together this year. So, you know, if they should be making people nervous. As they go forward. They've got weapons that defense don't look bad. Um again, the Packers scored twenty-five, and that's including overtime.
1: Um, I mean, they also did miss every field goal. (laughs) Well, it felt like every field goal. Missed an extra point, three field goals. Yeah.
0: But but I have something to say on this game. And and it struck me about as we were heading in to that home stretch of the fourth quarter, right? Um, things were lining up. Things were lining up for Aaron Rodgers, and it, and it had me thinking about the way I was thinking about the game. And I think it's it's all based around perception. And there's something to say about perception because, as in Rodgers' case, his persona, his perception, really works for him. Right? If you're facing Rodgers, it's coming down to the end. You're thinking, you know what? he's probably going to pull this out because when you think Aaron Rodgers, you think big plays, you think clutch time. And also to the other side of it, I think perception hurt the Bengals in the same situation. So again, you have everything kind of tipping away, uh, tipping for the Packers in their favor, right? But for the Bengals, the perception has always been, they're not going to win that close game, right? They're not the real contender. And I wonder to what level those perceptions play in to the actual games because at some point you got to be sitting on that sideline, you know, whether you're a Bengal or a Packer and it's a couple minutes left, you know, we're not up by double digits here. Aaron Rodgers is about to get the ball. You know, I don't think defensive players are actively stepping out there like, well, man, we're probably going to lose to Aaron Rodgers, but it's in the back of your mind going, I've seen him do some shit, you know, And so, and at the same time, you know, if, if you're Aaron Rodgers stepping out of that field, one, he's probably thinking, well, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Uh, But two, he's also thinking this is the Bengals. And I think this is the biggest shift that any franchise has got to make is in the way you are perceived, not only in the media, but in your own locker room. Because I think what we saw play out was an example of perception and how it can influence games cuz maybe when that kicker stepped out there right uh Seifert Seifert for the for the Bengals uh the rookie kicker he steps out there yeah. could help win the game and he misses it and maybe it's just because that perception of Aaron Rodgers is lingering just there enough uh to throw you
1: off your game mm-hmm. am, i want to say am for my crazy for a kicker I for the for a kicker, yeah, I'd say so, because okay. he's. I mean, I don't, I don't know why kickers not going to be on the field with them. No, but it's just the
0: thought of if I miss this, I'm leaving the door open for a Hall of Fame quarterback to just go out and beat my team. And maybe maybe it's not so much on the kicker. Maybe it's more on the rest of the team, the rest of the defense you know, just in general. But I think perception played a lot into that game, more than, more than you know, more than most, right? Had it been the Bengals versus the Vikings, no perceptions there, right? The Bengals are up that close at the end. You're kind of like, well, they're probably going to win it. But in this case, you had Aaron Rodgers on one side. You have the Bengals who have been historically not the big game Team, so I don't know. I just, I just found myself thinking about it a little bit differently.
1: I, I, I get what you're saying. I agree to it to a point, but I mean, you think organizational stink just carries on through the generations like that?
0: I think it does. I think I think when you look at it, why have the Browns been just so bad for they so long? Like shit? Even, even. Bad drafting teams have good years at points, right?
1: Yeah, Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, I remember Jacksonville when they beat the Steelers. You're kind of like scratching your head like, what the hell is going on? Like, um, But this perception, I think, permeates through the rest of the organization. What, what is your identity outside of just the locker room can seep into that space without a strong leader? And this is why I applaud Dan Campbell for the Lions because I do feel like he is changing that culture. They are no longer a just, well, we got the Lions. We can, you know, and they don't have anyone. They don't have Matt Stafford anymore. There's no Calvin Johnson. We're gonna waltz in there and run them over. And and Dan Campbell, true to his word, is out there biting kneecaps. Man, these guys are playing hard, physical, tough football, and they are not on the same talent level as some of these teams. Oh so, no,
1: not even close.
0: So I think Dan Campbell is an influencer in the right space for that lions organization. But that's what I'm talking about though. It's like, you know, you got the lions in the playoffs. You were always thinking, well, we got to <laughs> win here. It's like another, uh, bye what, what,
1: week. We, uh, what, what we stumbled upon, mm-hmm.
0: but I do, I think that permeates throughout the organization through the years, whatever your status is, whatever your, you know, level of expectation is as an organization follows you and it takes more to break that than just well we got a good draft you know we had a good draft pick we put a good team together it's like nope we've seen that that, fail many a time
1: well that's on the coaches then (laughs) to your to your point to your point it is on the coaches especially when you have a second year quarterback who's not you know i'm sure he's a leader in the locker room but he's not the guy yeah so to say yeah
0: I'm just saying, I think it, I think it has a big impact on some of the outcomes, right? Cause these teams, it's not like they're drafting just non-talented players.
1: Yeah. And so. honestly, I don't think it matters to Aaron Rodgers, either way. His ego is so overinflated that he's going to think that regardless of <laughs> who he's playing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, but there, I think there's still a, a persona that follows him around. Um, and, and I'll be You know, I'll admit it because I'm a Cowboys fan. I remember when the Cowboys played the Packers in that playoff game when he threw that pass down the down the sideline to the tight end who got the double toe tap in so they can kick the field goal. At a certain point, it was just you were just like expected this to happen. So I do. I think it has a little bit more impact, but just saying. We'll see how that plays out. I will examine throughout the rest of the season and report back my findings. Don't I worry. mean,
1: <laughs> I don't yeah, I, I honestly, you see, every time it's like, you look at the clock, there's you know up three points, and you say, oh, 30 seconds left. Oh, you're giving the ball to Aaron Rodgers, 30 seconds left, like every week. Yeah. Like San Francisco yep. did the same I- thing.
0: You know, you don't want to give it the ball back to him. And and it, and it is, you know, he is great. He has shown the ability to perform in those moments, but that thought seems to override like your belief in the other team's defense, right? So I just those I just think that those are factors that weigh in on the games. Whether you talk about them or not, I think it's a big influence.
1: So You think coaches are on the sidelines say, Don't look at him, that's not Aaron Rodgers, that's blah blah blah. Try to you know I fight don't, mind I tricks don't, with himself.
0: I don't think they have to. They're saying it with their play calling, right?
1: Oh yeah, let's, you know.
0: Yeah. Hey, don't score the touchdown. You know, let's try and come up short, uh, and we'll kick a field goal with uh with no time left. You know, I mean, I, you're it saying without saying week. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, could have worked last week.
0: Yeah. So, you know, they say it without saying it. So, just throwing it out there.
1: But- no, I don't think you're wrong. Um, I agree with you. Like I said, I agree with you to point. I don't.
0: Guest, if you're out there listening, let me know what you think. Good luck. Or don't. Or don't. You know. That's why we have a Twitter. Tweet at us. <laughs> <laughs> ah. All right. One more. One more last thing in the in the week six, week week five craziness. Sorry. It's only week five. Week five craziness that's out there. Was the, uh was the botch of all the kickers, <laughs> for whatever reason, on Sunday. Just couldn't put it through the uprights. And I'm not talking about long field goal kicks. It was extra points all over the place, 30 yarders shanking one way or the other, blocked kicks. It was just nuts.
1: It was for like they were trying, trying to kick on Madden.
0: It's like extra difficult mode on Madden. And by the way, you're drunk and high at the same time, like <laughs> nothing straight anymore. You don't know which way is forward. I, it was or Tuesday nuts. Yeah. So it was nuts. I, I have no, I have no idea. I have no idea what the rest of the season is going to look like, but I will say I was- love the NFL for moving the extra point back. Because it has made these games wildly entertaining. When people start missing extra points, and you're going, "Oh God, now what?" And it was everywhere.
1: I think Minnesota there was a missed field goal, and then Green Bay, <laughs> Cincinnati was four. Oh God, yeah, that in was like just five like minutes.
0: Yeah, less. Th- it felt like with the last like two and a half minutes, and into overtime, you were just like, "Oh, they they got it." Nope, you missed that one. Oh well they march back down the field. He's got it. Well shit he missed that one too. Oh, you, you ever wonder at some again. point
1: you ever wonder at some point they're saying he's like, ah, do we have any wider field goals we just put out here for the game so it'll end? <laughs> just so somebody no. will win?
0: No, let it happen. This was this was too entertaining. Um, mainly because it didn't involve my team, so I was fine with it. But it was just it was just insanity. Insanity. Made it a lot of fun to watch. Still crazy.
1: What, I, like those two games right next to each other on TV watch. us. Oh, yeah. it, it was just like, it's like back and forth, back and forth. Oh, yeah. And it was the, just I like, mean, there were, happening? Oh. There were Green Bay fans and Minnesota v- fans in the bar, too.
0: They're oh, just yeah. Probably losing their mind.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like half, half the bar was cheering while the other half was booing because, you know. Minnesota make a field goal so the Packer fans are booing the Green Bay misses a field goal so Minnesota Minnesota fans are cheering.
0: I know I was, was-, I was rooting for the Lions and and don't get ahead of yourself. I know we just talked about like crazy comebacks, crazy comebacks within the last like minute of a game. Kirk Cousins ain't on that level, folks. Let that one go. You were in a shootout sort of against the Lions. Go look at their depth chart. Not exactly a whole lot of talent out there, but they've played real hard, and I like the direction that they're going. So,
1: yeah, there's no quitting them. And, yeah, mm-hmm. kudos to Dan Campbell. Yeah. He has them biting kneecaps. Yeah,
0: we were chuckling at it when he first got hired. Like, this dude's a little crazy. Maybe that's what they needed because <laughs> they got it and they are doing something about it. So, um, props to them. Only team to lose. Two games, and this is only through week five, um, but this is a season stat. Only team to ever lose two games by field goals as time expires, and the field goals are over 50 yards. Like,
1: just that oh, Yeah, God hates heartbreak. Detroit. <laughs> he really does. He's I, got well, something mean, out for those Lions, man. Jeez. They pissed in his Cheerios or something. I, oh, oh. All right. Or maybe he was just embarrassed that the franchise was allowed to exist. <laughs> They should move.
0: (laughs) I know Detroit, you want a franchise. You can continue to be a fan. Just tell the Lions to go somewhere else. Something attached to that city, man. All right. Well, it's time. It's that time of the the podcast of the week. We got to pick games. We got to pick winners here. So I have pulled. How did we do last week? How'd we do last week? Uh, that's a very good question. Let's review. Shall we? So we had Browns versus chargers. We all said the chargers that came awfully close.
1: (laughs) Another exciting game.
0: We almost look like a bunch of assholes.
1: Well, no, you know what though? Baker Mayfield is still playing on the Browns. So that's, that gave us saving grace.
0: That's, you know, that's, that's that's pretty much where we went with it last week. we were like Herbert Mayfield, Herbert, Herbert. Yeah, it's going to be Herbert.
1: I mean, you want to talk about the perception that Rogers has? How yeah. long until Baker gets the perception of he's not going to?
0: Well, no one's told him yet. So, uh, well, <laughs> we've told him, but he he's not he's not hearing it yet. So,
1: well, no, he's busy filming commercials. Yeah,
0: he's really good at commercials. I, I have to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I hate, take his, it or leave it. hate his stupid little face so much, but he makes good commercials.
1: Yeah, I just um, punch him in the <laughs> suckle. <hole. laughs>
0: then we also had 49ers versus Cardinals. We all went Cardinals. So um, no surprise there. I was the odd man out on Bills versus Chiefs. Uh, I was the only one taking the Chiefs. Lost that one. And then we had the Thursday night bonus because we had Rams versus Seahawks. Dan, only one taking the Seahawks. And well, he came up a little short. He came up run one Russell Wilson finger short on that
1: game. So, fingertip.
0: So, overall, what? I'm, uh, I am was, was three and, and one, one last week. Yep. So, were, were you were four and
1: huh? I was four and oh. Oh, look at that. Son of a bitch. All Apparently right. Apparently, the only one knows what he's talking about. Yeah, 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 whatever. I talk words good.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas school systems, ladies and gentlemen. Move elsewhere. Um, all right, top game picks. First one I'm going to throw at you. Chargers at Ravens. Ravens favored by three, which means it is pretty much a flat, even toss-up. Chargers or Ravens, Robbie, you just saw... Lamar Jackson go out there put up 442 yards, but who you? I also saw.
1: In? I also saw Carson Wentz put up 400 yards too. Yeah,
0: we also saw Herbert put up and, quite a few yards.
1: So, I saw. I, and I want to say Chargers because I think their defense is better than the Ravens' defense. <sighs> this
0: ugh, this one's tough. It I is. have a hard time. I have a hard time with this one. I, we were. I was picking out games here, and I was just like, "Oh God, I don't want to make a choice on this one." um Similarly, Herbert put up three ninety-eight and four touchdowns against also a good Browns defense. who's probably better
1: <sighs> than Baltimore's. Ah.
0: <sighs> so you're taking the Chargers. <sighs> I. Ooh, uh, I want to say I got mm-hmm. this is hard. I'm going to I'm going to go with it, though, because I wanted to say Ravens. And so I'm taking Ravens. I know. I know. I'm not Why? happy about it either. Why? I'm not happy about it either. I'm, I'm thinking that Lamar may just ride this wave because I've seen it from from him in games before. He get He gets rolling, right? Like he gets momentum going. He doesn't really slow down. It's like him on the actual field when he's running. Like, he starts moving and it's like, good lord, that's fast. Um, so, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Ravens, and it hurts me to say that. God, I hope it's hope it's the Ravens. You never thought I said that. Um, all right, all right. Game two. Did you, Cardinals. Did you pop you <laughs> in your mouth a little bit? Uh, oh, I, I don't like saying these words um
1: (laughs) god bless joe flacco (laughs)
0: yeah i had to get that cake made but i don't want to do it again that's was
1: well it won't be joe flacco
0: (laughs) it won't be joe flacco thank god thank yeah all right all right we got we got the second game cardinals at the browns browns favored by three another pretty much flat uh toss-up game here who you taking
1: i'll take cardinals because <laughs> cardinals. of kyler murray
0: murray's just playing great and, and their defenses is, is, their yep. defense
1: is playing well too
0: i just and i don't know if you can if you're the browns you just had a problem with herbert i think you're gonna have another problem with the cardinals i'm with you on this one cardinals and i don't know if it's gonna be close because uh, I think Baker's going to be out there to prove something going up against his his former buddy, his former roommate, um, and I think Kyler runs and away his, uh, with this one.
1: And, and uh, former college coach, Ooh. yeah, sort of. <laughs> it Was freshman year until Kingsbury told him no scholarship of a better quarterback coming in. That worked out. He didn't me. say it, but he didn't say it, but that's what happened. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what was happening. All right, all right. Last one then. This is the interesting one because of outside influences. Raiders at Broncos. Broncos favored by three and a half, which quite frank quite frankly, I was surprised by. So when I pulled these, it was, it was. I was like, really? I mean, think. even with the Raiders in that situation, what they've been doing so far up to this point in the season. Wow. So what's it
1: it gonna be? Makes you wonder how much faith they have in Teddy Bridgewater after the last two games. I don't know. I don't know. But the way that offense looked against Pittsburgh.
0: (laughs) But they've looked better in other I mean Pittsburgh's a real defense and I'm not gonna compare the Raiders to the Steelers defense here, so
1: well, and the Broncos defense also made uh, Brothelson look like a competent quarterback.
0: <laughs> so, who are you going to take then? Raiders are at the Broncos. Broncos favored three and a half, so almost even. Slight edge to the Broncos there. I don't- <laughs> I can This game you is can, so stupid. it's like if you could just see the pain on Robbie's face right now. Uh, oh, I know, you gotta make choices. God. Big boy decision time.
1: I was say Broncos.
0: Wow, is this is this you living in Denver having an influence?
1: God no, I hate the Broncos. <laughs> just just checking.
0: Just taking a pulse check
1: there. Um No, I, I with Gruden going, in Denver's gonna be Denver's gonna be I mean it's a rivalry
0: game it's a rivalry game and that's kind of what tips it a little bit right a lot of distraction going on for the Raiders right now I think they're the more talented offensive team but I gotta go Broncos on this one just cause when you play in mile high you're coming off a week with a ton of distraction um I think the Broncos are gonna be out to prove something. Denver's not an easy place to play. I've been to I've been to a game, a couple games here. They get loud. They yeah. get
1: loud. So. I mean, and I mean they started off 3 0. Now have two losses in a row. I mean, yeah, they're gonna be they're all gonna be out trying to prove something. Yep. They're gonna to wanna to bury the Raiders.
0: Oh yeah. I, I think and I think they should. I think they might. I don't know. But I'm taking I'm taking the Broncos as well so our only difference right now is going to be a charge of Ravens. Ugh. Ugh. That can, that can feel good. all right Whew. well again we're just going to continue the mayhem the drama and what was this college football weekend <laughs> I, I have no was- words I am a Texas a fan. I am a Texas fan. I watched that game. Um, I had my heart broken yet again, and I'm not sure how. What were you texting me all? What were you texting me uh, all weekend here after it was over? Exactly. It it was just hurtful, Robbie. It was hurtful words.
1: Oh, uh, was, was I making <laughs> fun of you?
0: Yes, you were. Um, because Texas was up, and they were up big and definitively until um Caleb you know, until, Williams yeah until uh till they till O'Reilly over there just decided you know what I got I got a quarterback for you you know
1: I've had enough of this Spencer rettler kid
0: yeah I don't know who the Spencer kid is but I got, I got this young freshman and you know he's dynamic and he came in and lit it up I am that was, just uh heartbreaking loss as a Texas fan.
1: Now the rumor is, uh, Kayla Williams is now starting over Rattler.
0: Yep. They were saying that, uh, that Williams was taking the majority of the first team reps and practices. This is so, from a
1: student journalist for the Oklahoma university, yeah. Oklahoma newspaper, who was spying outside, out of his, uh, from his dorm room onto the practice field.
0: Yep. Cause he had a straight shot with some binoculars straight towards the practice field. So, uh, one good job by the whoever put him in that particular room thank you Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you have helped his career immensely (laughs) as a possible journalist as he moves forward but man what a crazy weekend that wasn't it like that got overshadowed real quick that was the early game that was the 10 o'clock window uh, at least where i'm at so i mean it was 11 o'clock central time and i was just like oh man what a game you know like what is going like, to top this?
1: I think well, they were up 28 to 7 after the first quarter. UT yeah. was. Yeah, it was 28 <laughs> to 7. The, like, the wheels just fell off somehow.
0: It was 38 to 20 at halftime. 38 to 20. You have an 18 point lead. Now, granted, I know it's college football. That is not as, as big as it sounds. But at the same time, you have a pretty def- like good control over that game. And then uh, yeah, it all were- went to shit.
1: They were dominating Oklahoma. Oh, I mean they're doing what they wanted and, and I
0: I have no I have no explanation.
1: Uh I have no explanation. I wonder if uh oh Mac Brown left a curse on it.
0: I maybe. I don't know. This this one just hurt though, because it's like we just came out firing on all cylinders and then and then we sprung four flat tires in the second half. I don't know what it was. So
1: I don't know what it was, but it was epic.
0: It was. But again, this whole weekend, this whole weekend for college football just kind of went nuts because we had that early on again. And like I said, in the day, uh, a noon a noon Eastern time uh, for that start came out of it. You're like, wow, that's got to be the biggest, biggest game of this weekend. And then <laughs> college, been, I mean- college football said, uh, hold my beer. <laughs> Watch this. Um <laughs> And then we got we got some doozies. We had we had the Iowa Penn State game. Iowa coming out of that one, coming out of, coming out late at that, kind of taking it home at the end. But the it's one, amazing.
1: Their offense is so bad. <laughs> it
0: didn't matter.
1: Penn State was, wasn't any better. Their, so, their defense was amazing. It,
0: <laughs> but then we have BYU beating Boise. Which I did not expect. I was like, "Excuse me, what now?"
1: Ah, uh, I, I. We had a, like,
0: we had a close Nebraska-Michigan game. Like,
1: oh, um, yeah, good lord, what is that about?
0: Yeah. Then we didn't had we the, shit
1: together, Harbaugh.
0: <laughs> we had the we had the shootout between Ole Miss and Arkansas. You know, which def- that was expected. I don't know. Fifty-two to
1: fifty-one was expected. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know about that, but I mean. I mean they're two fairly similar teams. Yeah. Talent wise
0: anyway. We had Virginia Tech taking Notre Dame to the wire at 32-29. And then we had we had this one, which I think was interesting. We had number sixteen Kentucky walloping LSU forty-two to twenty-one. And the twenty-one by LSU was scored in the second half. So um so ed o he's got to be having some conversations right now with with the school going uh don't fire me please
1: no he's not he's <laughs> not lasting the season you don't think so oh no think he's out here soon i uh, yeah
0: i mean if you're saying not to the end of the season
1: i'd say at before the point, end I, yeah, I, at what point yeah what
0: point do you, do you think he's going? Because I mean, it doesn't get any better coming up. These next three, four, four weeks: Florida, Ole Miss, Bama, Arkansas.
1: There. That's it. Right Which after one? that one, Bama. After, after Bama. After Bama. After Bama.
0: Ooh. and then they get a, a, a short break. They they may just they may as well just lose to U uh, L Monroe, and then they they. They finish out the season with Texas A&M. No, so.
1: yeah. oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> they lost to UCLA, then they lose to Auburn. Now they lose to Kentucky, and it wasn't close. A lot of trouble. That is a lot of trouble.
1: I Ed O is not, not a head coach. He's a, one of the best recruiters in the country for sure. But let's be real. Joe Brady won that national championship, which I think we've talked about before.
0: Yep. Joe Brady, Joe burrow. They put it all together for him. Edo was just the guy in the front. So just
1: giving speeches, given everybody up.
0: It's just, it's just shocking. And then, all right. Yeah. I, I, I want to say Edo at least makes it through the end of the season. Maybe he's earned that enough uh with a recent national championship. Um and yeah, he may just be a figurehead for the last, you know, 3-4 weeks there. Uh, but maybe he just makes it to the end of the season. So I'll I'll stand on the other side and say he he's not fired in season. They let him finish it out and you know, 24 hours after the season's over, they go uh, LSU and Ed o have decided to part ways. Yeah, you
1: know? Mutu- mutually. Yeah.
0: I, for me, I think that's kind of what, what shakes out there. But who knows? It's college football. As from this last weekend, we saw anything is possible. It's all on the table, including the big shocker of this past weekend. And I'm so sad guest isn't here, but down goes Bama.
1: Oh, he'd be having a field day. (laughs) See, I told y'all they wouldn't make it through the season.
0: No one would have predicted that college football game happening. Nobody. Unless you're an A&M fan, in which case you're a little special to begin with. And you're lying. And you're also lying. (laughs) Because holy shit. What happened?
1: I don't know. Looking to next week. I I mean, (laughs) did they just like collectively all have a brain fart or
0: it's so this is Bama's first loss in a hundred games against unranked opponents. Can you tell me when or who the last time the last team that Bama lost to that was an unranked opponent?
1: Nick Saban's first year, which I don't remember the year. I think it's like 07. Yep. Correct on the year. I think it was Tennessee. UL Monroe.
0: <laughs> See, I had to look it up because it's like I kept seeing the stat pop up. It was UL Monroe uh, in 2007. Last time Bama lost to an unranked opponent wouldn't happen again we wouldn't even think about it happening again but here we are good lord how
1: bad was that bama team (laughs) it was his first year what do you want you know no i get no i get that but it's still (laughs) like an sec school with history (laughs) i know i know
0: so but here we are we got it we i i was scratching my head i was like What's happening in this game? Cause Tamu, 17 to 7 after after the first quarter, <laughs> and then it was 24 to 10 at halftime, just going, what is happening? And then Bama, second half, came out and was like, oh yeah, that's right, we're Alabama. And then started putting points together. And then the kick. I have no words. I have nothing left. It's just, it's just, this does so many, this has so many ramifications for college football playoffs as we go forward. I mean, this was a big game, not just from the fact that Alabama lost to an unranked opponent and Jimbo's trying to earn his money, you know, um, all the money that they're paying him. It just has so many ramifications. It's just insane.
1: Yeah, and then a uh, guest would be going off the rails about how awesome Cincinnati is.
0: <laughs> let it go, let it go, guest. Their best, they' still
1: their best win was against Notre Dame, who is still not get a it. top fifteen team. Now,
0: I get it. Like you know, people are going to make the case if Cincinnati goes undefeated the rest of the way that they should be in the playoffs. But let's be honest: you put them in the playoffs against Georgia, Iowa, Oklahoma, Alabama. Or even Ohio State, they're not winning that game.
1: I don't know. I'd give them a chance—a puncher's chance—against Ohio State. Yeah, that's probably Just fair. Just because, I mean, that's a that that would be a big game for them.
0: That'd be fair, but still, I don't know. Once this all shakes out, I still think obviously a one-loss team in Bama could still be in there. Um A one-loss team in Georgia could still be in there. Iowa, Oklahoma, if they went out. Again, I still think there's four teams that are going to be better than Cincinnati at the end of the season. Sorry, not sorry, guest.
1: I'm not sorry at all.
0: But with this this shakeup of things that have happened now that Bama falls... Who do you have for the football playoffs? Who are your top four? Who do you think are the top four as of right now that are gonna make it into the top four playoff spots? Georgia
1: Bama. Oh.
0: <laughs> I think it's, OU has a chance to to go uh, defeated then. OU you
1: know. I, I mean they still have Oklahoma State. They do. Which could be a, which could be a rough game.
0: Yeah, that could that could be their undoing. Um I believe they have SMU so
1: i i was i know i was <laughs> ranked number two
0: i was ranked number two so they could stay up there so i i was i was an interesting one right because it,
1: yeah it, it, it just they don't feel like a they top don't have five team
0: but at the same time they don't have a, a a real big heavy hitter i mean they got purdue wisconsin northwestern minnesota illinois and nebraska left
1: yeah they're in the big 10 championship
0: Yep. So I mean they have a lot of opportunity there to to win out and be undefeated. Yeah. If and they
1: win out undefeated, they they'll go.
0: And I think they will. I think I think they're gonna be end I up just, in I, there along with Georgia.
1: I don't know about the I don't know if they'll win the Big Ten championship though. <sighs> just with that offense, it's just
0: And OU. OU has TCU, Kansas, Tech, Baylor, Iowa State, and then they end the season with Oklahoma State. So that last game is really going to decide where they're going to fall.
1: And then they have the Big 12 championship game too.
0: Yep. Because they had close games against Kansas State, West Virginia, Nebraska, and Tulane. So really their most impressive win was really this against Texas which is scary. <laughs> so, um if you're trying to put them in the playoffs, but again, I still think that oh, you know, a perfect OU team beats out a Cincinnati team. Yeah, I do too. And Bama, come on, Bama's likely going to win out. It's really just going to be what happens with the SEC championship cuz what they have next is Mississippi State, Tennessee, LSU, New Mexico State. End of November, they get Arkansas, but it's at home, and then they obviously play Auburn. So they could win out. They will likely win out the rest of the way. Just have their one loss be to A and M. It'll just be a matter of how much that weighs into your rankings. But I agree with you on the first couple. I think Georgia makes it. I think Bama probably makes it. Again, Iowa if they go undefeated. And I would still say, OU over over Cincinnati. So, what happens if Michigan goes undefeated?
1: They'd have to beat. They would have to beat Iowa in the Big Ten championship. Yeah, well, so. that's true. Yep.
0: I don't know. There's lots of factors at play. There's lots of things at play now. Nothing is for certain. It is college football. It is whatever this 2021 year is. It
1: is insanity. It's 2020 part two. It, it, it's it was, I mean literally that's all it is. It's what it it's feels just,
0: like. It's just craziness. This week this week was just nuts. The games, the stories. Oh, it was a great week. Yeah. I just so much to watch. But there you have it. Uh, man. I am exhausted. <laughs> I'm still exhausted from the weekend and then I came in and had to do work things all week and I'm just like hi. Oh did work. Did anyone else see all these games? I am emotionally exhausted from watching these football games.
1: Did you see the uh, two bros, uh, UT bros, hugging it out? One was bawling into his friend's chest.
0: You know, listen, we're not afraid of our feelings, Robbie.
1: I I just thought it was a little weird. I mean, you do you, but.
0: (laughs) We will. We will cry together because it was sad. I wouldn't expect you to understand that level of heartbreak.
1: Um. 2019 thank you <laughs> oh good lord ah,
0: all right well another one in the books ladies and gents and what a week it was
1: hoping for another good week
0: I hope so too this was this was fantastic it was a great great week of watching
1: football hopefully uh, Philadelphia gets their shit together makes this game exciting
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I
0: no, hold my breath on that one. <laughs> yeah. Dirty birds can get knocked right out of the sky. I'm okay. With oh,
1: that. wow. <laughs> all right, then. Well, yeah. thanks for joining us and wasting some time as we ventured down these odd little rabbit holes of sports stuff and dirty birds.
0: <laughs> dirty birds. Don't forget those.
1: That's Atlanta, by the way. Don't forget to follow birds. us. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on the Twitterverse at the unrequested. Or email us at theunrequestedpc at gmail.com. Share your thoughts predictions wants, Not desires. <laughs> <laughs> or you can share your desires. We don't know. I... No, I do. Um, I, 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 get an, I, I hear enough of yours and it's too much. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Tell your friends about us and our ridiculous takes. And guests' ridiculous takes. <sighs> no, Pickett for Heisman. Don't and forget to, get to hit the, su- the sp- subscribe sp- button for hit our that podcast. Button. Review us and tell us where you think we're right and where Tino's wrong and why Pickett should not win the Heisman. For, Heisman. For-, <laughs> for myself, Robbie, my friend Tino. Yep. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week.